I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Scant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito and Janice Gant and Kevin Ebling. Yay, yay, yay. How's everybody today? Really good. Feeling pretty good. How about you? I'm doing awesome. Good. Yeah. Thanksgiving's in my rearview mirror. My kids are on planes. I'm ecstatic. <laughs> Friendsgiving went off without a hitch. Good, yep. good. Yep. All is well that That's ends good. well. Yeah, yeah. Holidays can be very stressful for a lot of oh, people. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... <laughs> an understatement. <laughs> there's just a lot to do, you know. But you know what I did this year? that I've never done at Thanksgiving is I ordered plastic plates. Oh, you talked about this. Yeah, from Amazon Mm -hmm. with the gold trim. So did that help? Oh, my gosh, because my chargers are big gold platters, so I Mm -hmm. set those on, and it was, I mean, it was great, and it was over, and we just, Brent said, don't you, you want to rinse these off and save them? And I'm like, nope. Nope, I'm just going to get We're some just more gold gonna... line ones for next year <laughs> yeah. for Christmas. It really With was. With your casino. Uh-huh. <laughs> it really was. It makes a difference. Oh, the over. Well, we said last week that one of the things that we don't like about the holidays is the cleanup. It's the cleanup, yeah. There's so many people, so many dishes. So I, I had a big group over at my house for Thanksgiving, and I did all of the cooking. And right after we ate, my kids were going to go be with their dad. And I was like, uh-huh. no, 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 y'all are on cleanup. And I went and uh-huh. showered and got ready to go to the lake. <laughs> I was like, good, good. Bye. Yeah. I was like, that's good. I, when I came home, it was all clean. But the, looking at it was like, oh, and it's there's just, just like gravy everywhere. There's turkey <laughs> on the floor. It's like, <laughs> It just, just debris all over yeah, the place. Yeah. <laughs> debris, food fried, flowers, places. There's like powders. All kinds of different stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Oh, that's hilarious. Cleanup. But everybody's holiday was successful. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Really, really fun. Yeah, it was fun. great. I mean, I still, I was on a dish drying duty, but for only three people, it's really not that big of a deal. Oh, that's. Yeah. A breeze. That's yeah. like. Yeah, that's like a night off for me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) really. (laughs) (laughs) So I was thinking this uh, about a a topic that we could talk about today, and I was trying to think of something holiday related, but I really couldn't get there. Yeah. So I thought it might be fun just because we haven't talked about parenting in a while. If we talked about the most important qualities for healthy parenting, oh, I think that's such a good idea. Something ever most on my mind lately. Yeah, you most certainly. I hope you're. You do that. You do. You do. Put this on replay over and over this and over again. You're 35 <laughs> weeks now, right? 35 and a half weeks. Um. Yeah, I think so. That mm-hmm. about so, right. what is she doing? Is she just moving like crazy? Yes. Oh, I never showed you guys that. I showed. Uh, did I tell you that? 
She loves to do this thing where she sticks her foot out against her belly and rubs oh, her heel yeah, down it, and she me. hates it. But oh. I got a really good video of her doing it because nobody oh. understands what I'm talking about. And my sister thought it was crazy. I'm like, yeah, oh, it's, it's a real thing. That is so cute. But she's ready it. to come out. Oh my gosh! So, oh, do you ever have? So soon. Do you ever have? So soon. It could be any day. Or have you ever had uh, dreams where you're pregnant? like later in life no <laughs> it is like a reoccurring dream for you of mine. yes that i'm pregnant and it's so real what does that mean psychologically James? are you pregnant no <laughs> i can't get pregnant <laughs> there's like i've had everything that you could do <laughs> i don't know that's really interesting it's really interesting did you love being pregnant oh, i absolutely and i love babies uh-huh uh-huh i love holding babies i love feeding ba like i could be a night nurse and i would love that I yeah think that would be an amazing at least it's like i just don't get people who love being pregnant like oh, it's not freaking, fun <laughs> i i even thought after i lost charlie and louisa i loved being pregnant so much that i i considered being a surrogate but i thought it might be complicated yeah, yeah it, it might mm -hmm. it might get i would never want anything ugly i guess that's you know, true complicated yeah but if i i loved being pregnant so much i would carry somebody else's baby like if one of my friends ever couldn't have uh -huh. children and needed uh -huh. or asked me to do that i would say yes uh-huh what did you like about it so much oh it's to me it's the it's the greatest miracle i mean the fact that my body could make another it body. is crazy yeah 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 it could 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 harness or whatever and like cultivate a human it's conceptually difficult to wrap your head around it, it really is, is. there's so... another life gestating inside you. well it's and really i weird. think and and the and it's alive mm -hmm. yeah and fluid yeah. yeah like it all it's floating it all, yes how it all works is just a miracle and you me. know i think what another part that's so miraculous is what happens to your body i mean that mm -hmm. that skin stretches so far <laughs> out and i didn't have any on the side mine was like straight out straight out and i mean it was gigantic mm -hmm. my belly button was a total <laughs> outie and Mind it had you. never been and it was just, I mean, and when it starts right below your boobs and then mm -hmm. it just, dis, I mean, it's, I don't know. I can't believe. And I, I thought, either. oh my gosh, I'm going to have terrible stretch marks. My mm -hmm. stomach will never go back. Didn't have any of that at all. It's either. just so, it's, it's weird. It's, it's it really is. miraculous. It is. I had, I got sick. I mean, I threw up the night before Bryn was born. I, I had mm. night sickness all, a lot, even oh, after, tough. and that was hard, but i i loved the whole moving around we went to an elton john concert when i was pregnant with bryn uh -huh. and i mean bryn rocked and rolled inside oh. of me the whole concert it was really it That's was really uh -huh. it's a cool experience who was the concert it is. elton john, john. Oh, elton john. Nice. Uh -huh. it was one of his very first it's a good first concert to be yeah, yeah it was great I mean, it's it's it is a miraculous, but I do know that not not every woman loves it and loves the experience. I just, I mean, I was, I I could barely work. I was so fascinated. I would just have my shirt up, all day, at, all night, 
looking at my belly moving. I, 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 I just. It is really weird. Was so it is. It is. It's very weird. And it's I was a- always going, Topher, look, look, yeah. look, look. And he'd be like, uh huh. And he's like trying to watch The Sopranos. And I'm like, <laughs> no, look, look, you're missing it. <laughs> they kind of know, though, as soon as somebody comes over, they're like, they'll stop doing it. Uh huh. Uh huh. I swear. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like we swear that she knows whenever she's been somewhere, like when she was out at her parents' and I was out at my parents' Thanksgiving, we all got back. She knows when the three of us are back together again. Oh, that's really cute. What does she do differently? Does she move she more? She starts going nuts more, and she thinks it's because oh. she hears us talking, like we're close oh. together, and that's... But... Oh, that's really cute. Have you? Uh, did you watch that documentary on babies at, on Netflix? You've got to watch that, Kev, before you guys give birth. It yeah, what's is, it called? I think it's I'm just called Babies. And it's on Netflix? It's on Netflix, but it, it has... It, it's like never before footage on uh, the brain waves. You're right. It's called babies. Yeah, I would think it's just called babies. Yeah. Oh, and like, I bet it's so interesting. They somehow uh, measure the intelligence that a baby is oh, born and the things gosh. that they know and the things that they know that they know based on their brain activity when certain, like hearing their dad's voice mm-hmm. or. I mean, all of that is real. And babies can distinguish between... It is all real? Yes. Because for a while, I was like, there's no way that that's no, actually true. Like, she doesn't know anything. Yeah, but now, let me tell you something. I'm starting you to believe have it. got to watch this. It's amazing what babies know. They have better facial recognition than adults. Babies have better facial recognition than adults do. They can distinguish somehow they've proven this through, I mean, it's all research-based and it's the, this incredibly brilliant female doctor who's doing all the research about it. But they like showed, you know, I mean, this, it's a very common thing that like, if you're not Asian, you tend to think Asian people look a lot alike or black people. Like uh-huh. before I had black children, I thought black people had, well, they all, black people, like when I went to the orphanage, all those kids thought that all the white people looked alike. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They were like, you two look like twins. And it was this girl who was like 250 pounds <laughs> and looked nothing like me, but she was white. Uh-huh. And so they're like, are you two sisters? I'm like, wow. Like it's, anyway, we're, we're, we can be really bad about distinguishing faces especially uh-huh. when when it's not our yeah. race it's yeah someone you only you met a few times you only see every so often. like it's mm-hmm. easy to kind of forget exactly what they look like yeah if you're trying to picture their yeah. face you know but apparently babies have some crazy amazing way to distinguish between faces and that's races. really interesting mm-hmm. oh i'm gonna watch that yeah, i think that's amazing so it do, is. You, do you think my niece who only sees me like every couple of weeks or you know maybe once totally a month remembers you. who i am a thousand percent that's fascinating I 1000% believe that. Yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I can remember when uh, all of my grandkids were born and I could walk in the room and their toes would start, they'd oh, take, you know, from, uh huh, they'd move their foot around mm-hmm. like, and they, and yeah, they, and they started early. They do. That is really interesting. I can't wait to watch that because I love those research based things. I do things. too. I do it's too. Really it's really interesting. It's a very smart. Yeah, documentary. When I was teaching elementary school after I after I graduated, I taught at W.W. Bushman down in South Oak Cliff and I taught kindergarten and 
the kids, all the kids were black. And what this one little boy came in one day and he said, Miss Haney. And I said, yes. And he said, is you white? <laughs> and I go, yes, I am. And he goes, my mother told me you were white, but I did not believe her. So I told her I was going to come and ask you that. <laughs> what did he do? It yeah. was, I don't know. But he was so cute. Oh, and is you white? <laughs> Isn't that That's the cutest? Adorable. Oh, he was so cute. His name is Derek. I remember him so vividly. Aww. That's really cute. Uh-huh. He was really cute. Well, I think I, I think what you're about to embark on is just the coolest freak. I think pregnancy, delivery, I mean, it's just all it's a miracle so, it's, it's, such, so, magic. it's such a miracle it's such a miracle and i think it's so interesting the moment that baby comes out what happens to your oh. heart and oh. your love it it's like it's like you explode a hundred thousand times bigger than any sort of love you've ever experienced mm -hmm. okay and, so you think this is real lisa she'll have they'll have full-on conversations with each other and that she'll respond physically to things she says you think that's true yes that's crazy. I 100% believe that that babies they're connected on some kind of psychological yes. level, even though yes. Well, plus they can hear. Yeah, I mean they can well. differentiate sounds, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the sound of their mom's voice is very comforting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be oh, really yeah. fun. I know. There's no doubt. Charlie and Louisa were new. I mean, I only knew them for eight months and I could tell you everything about them. And, and I, we, the relationship that we shared was yeah. like, they never said a word. Yeah. And, and my relationship with Charlie specifically is the closest I've ever felt to anybody. It's the greatest love I have ever felt in my life. It's the most intimate, loving relationship I've shared with anybody on this planet. And we never exchanged, we never had a conversation. Think about that. You don't need one, do you? Mm -mm. With your babies, you're, it's gonna be amazing. It really is. It's gonna be really amazing. All right, well, give me some good stuff then. Okay. Okay, so let's chat about this. What, in your, I mean, we could talk professionally, we can talk um, with, with our own personal relationships with our children. What what do you think? Let's start with what you think, Janice. What are some of the most important qualities for healthy parenting, in your opinion? You know, I after you uh, sent that to me in a text this morning, I was thinking about it, and I thought one of the things for me, well, so I was raised in West Texas. My mother and father were both from. My mother was from Earth, Texas. My dad was from Snyder, Texas. Very traditional conservative, very conservative uh, families. And I, my mother and dad, and we, I've talked about this before. M my dad never spanked me, but he spanked my sister. And children, when children watch a sibling get spanked, they, they internalize it. They don't differentiate. They don't think, though, there's my dad spanking my sister. 
boy, I'm glad I'm not getting a spanking. It, you absorb because your siblings are so close. So it's it. You might as well have been spanked yourself. There's wow, no that's fascinating. I did not know that. Yeah, but that makes sense. To yeah, me. that's I didn't know that either. and wow. and, and it like impacts you as it, if you were. Spanked. Yeah, it does. And there are. I've mm. had a lot of male clients that. Mm said you know their fathers came from a conservative background that spanked and um and they would say okay you've got to go out and get the switch off the tree mm -hmm. and bring it to me mm -hmm. and then that and then i've talked with their siblings and they said i was spanked and i'm like well you were spanked too your father went out and you you had to go get the switch too and he said no but my brother did but i felt it i felt mm -hmm. every bit of it mm -hmm. by watching it and that so i thought that i've there's a ton of research on that and how oh, that's very fascinating and you know so first of all what i would suggest that parents do well first of all i i mean I do. I spanked my children some, and I really, really, really wish that I had not mm -hmm. because, and it doesn't work. It's not, I mean, the mm -hmm. prisons are filled with people who've been spanked and whipped with belts and mm -hmm. sticks and stuff. So the one thing that I, well, first of all, I suggest that you don't spank your children. Second thing is, is that I think that one of the most effective things as a new parent because of how much we know now like for you kevin i mean the knowledge mm -hmm. that we have that's what's good for kids what's what's mm -hmm. not good for kids mm -hmm. how to make sure that they feel a real secure attachment mm -hmm. and they feel loved beyond belief mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you don't have limits set mm -hmm. but that you really evaluate and read some really good material on parenting mm -hmm. and um and i mean there's a lot of great books on it now because they're because we just know so much more sure. than we ever have before so i suggest that people really evaluate some of their practices just because your parents did it to you does not mean that that's probably the best way to do things. Oh. Some of the things mm -hmm. will be, some of them you're mm -hmm. gonna evaluate and think, yeah, I'm going to make sure I do this. Like, mm -hmm. I think another thing that uh, uh, some people make their children do is eat everything on their plate. Yeah, I think that's a terrible practice. My parents did that and I was like six and I was like, this is the dumbest rule on the planet like if i'm not hungry yeah like yeah that's good and, and bad conditioning and yeah if so you're then, hungry you eat yeah well and and then <laughs> you I was hungry i would eat and what yeah. you could say to your child is okay now if you're i want you to take three bites of your broccoli and you know you so you can you can ask them to take a bite of something else that's on their plate that they don't love mm -hmm. you know and then and then you then you say okay so are you finished eating? And they say yes. And you say, okay, now we're not going to have snacks in mm -hmm. 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So or we'll keep this on the counter. Or so we'll if you keep get it. Uh huh. Tonight, yeah. Something like that. Have this. But forcing kids to clean their plate is just forcing people to become obese get into the habit of overeating yeah i mean I you and know kids eat such small portions well yeah you go get a pizza and you should all be eating smaller portions yeah <laughs> or you get a plate of spaghetti and if you've been taught all your life that you need to clean your plate you're mm -hmm. going to scarf down 
you too know, much food. way too much food. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just the practice of evaluating what you want to do differently. Some, yeah. and I think, I think that's huge, Janice. Yeah. One of the things that I do with the cup, with the couples that I counsel is one of the weeks is what are some things that you absolutely loved about your family of origin that you want to bring into this relationship and cultivate in this new family? And what are the things that you would like to leave behind? Yeah. Because so often, I mean, when I was scared to death to have children because my parents weren't amazing parents. And I, it's the only example that, I mean, of course I had friends and I watched other people, but your real measure is the home that you were raised in. Yeah. And I did not want to repeat most of what I experienced as a child. My parents were abusive, neglectful, irresponsible. Like I raised my little brother and sister. I mean, they would tell you that. Yeah, it was just hard. It, I could never be a kid. There was religious abuse. Like it was a lot of really difficult things. And so in my mind, if I was gonna be a parent, I had to break a lot of those things. I was not gonna hit my kids. I was not gonna be a screamer. I wasn't going to scream at my husband in front of our children. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to threaten divorce every six weeks. Mm -hmm. Like, but the, I was like, the list was long, mm -hmm. you know, of all the undoing, but it's a, it's a really powerful concept to think, okay, I can leave behind what I don't want to repeat. And I'm going to take with me the things that I did appreciate and i think that then so like for somebody like you kevin when you're rolling along and that little girl is you know four years old and you're saying okay go pick up your room and she goes no you know i mean blah 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 blah, blah. and if you start to think okay so what am i supposed to do with that did your parents <laughs> yell at you about that or did they spank you for saying no or did what did they do and then if you have questions then you can go to people and ask mm -hmm. hey i want to drive this by you but you're you're consciously mindfully determining what is going to be in the best interest of that child mm -hmm. and so you take what you like and you leave the rest mm -hmm and knowing that your parent did the same yeah i mean they sure. did the best that oh, they I could at the time and they thought they were doing exactly the the yep. best thing i believe that but i think that that's the to, a good starting point for people to just evaluate really that. good and i'm very different than i'm like the opposite of tova i'm going to do most things the same way that that's that amazing. our parents did we both do wow but there what are definitely a... things i took note of growing up that i will not do I yeah i love what a lucky thing for you to say yeah yeah did you raise your three girls differently? Well, or were you, did you raise them pretty much the well, same? Well, when they were young, I did pretty much the same. And mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. as I, as they got older, I was more educated mm -hmm. about it, but I did spank my girls when they were, you know, four or five, something like that. I didn't use an instrument ever, mm -hmm. but I would spank them. And I wish I, you know, I've made amends to them. See, when my mom spanked us, it never hurt, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. We would pretend it did. But. Well, except you don't hit people. That's yeah. a value, you mm -hmm. know, and you, and kids tend to hit other kids. So if they were hit, they then, they're, then they're going to mm -hmm. be more That's hitters. normal. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. It's a normal it's way accepted. to deal with conflict. Uh-huh. I'm mad at you. Yeah. 
I'm going to hit you now. Yeah. But I, as I began, as I got older and I think a lot of me going to graduate school made a big difference in when my kids were in junior high and high school is when I started graduate school and I just learned a lot and they, but I got better. I got, you know, I wasn't crazy psycho about them going out with guys or anything like that. And my parents weren't either. Mm -hmm. my, my parents were actually pretty naive mm -hmm. about Which isn't the worst thing. in the world. No, it wasn't. It wasn't because they weren't big drink. They didn't drink really. Mm -hmm. And I drank in high school and you know, but I and my sister and I both broke the rules and, and adolescents are going to push against the system. And that's not a bad thing either, because they're learning what their own value system is. So they're mm -hmm. determining that. So uh, but that's that's the one first thing that I thought of was evaluating what you're going to keep and what you're going to toss away. So how did as you're as you became more educated and your and your daughters became older, how have you parented different? Well, they, well, first of all, I don't parent anymore. Yeah. My daughters true. are adults, so yeah. I don't have anyone to parent. Mm -hmm. Tom doesn't want me to parent him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but they, none of my girls, none of my kids spanked. They've, none of them have ever spanked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they, I think that they, they're just better, they're better they're easier going parents mm -hmm. than I was. I think I was so concerned with doing the right thing mm -hmm. and making sure that everything was tied up and tidy and mm -hmm. all of that. And my mm -hmm. girls are just, they're more laid back. I mean, than I was. Mm -hmm. So, so they're better and I'm through parenting. I don't parent anybody. But when they were teenagers, I mean, like how I, how I deal, deal with, I don't know what other, how how I parent George is really different than how I parent Carter. So how, why, in what ways? Uh, Carter, Carter, um, uh, I, Carter, I have to like really take a lot of time with. Uh-huh. Um, and like, there's a lot of reasoning. Uh, he's very, very intelligent emotionally and otherwise so he's a he's my challenger and so if i say something and he disagrees with me he will he he is not afraid to disagree with yeah, me yeah and ch or challenge me and then uh, and so there's a lot of uh not a lot of but the, he's he's a more challenging child mm -hmm. and and when he was younger whenever i disciplined him he would act like he didn't care and and you know he would act real tough and george i mean if i just say hey george i really didn't like that he he will immediately be like mom i'm so sorry like i don't know that carter's ever apologized mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about so it's just really different yeah you know? it is different and, and not a bad thing no no, no. they're completely different yeah. people isn't that interesting like george does not want to upset or disappoint or make me mad or like he just he really fights for peace and Anna Prynne cares a lot about what I think. Mm -hmm. So if I just give her an observation or my opinion about something that I'm not loving that she's doing, mm -hmm. it, her behavior will change quickly because she is really, she cares a lot. I think she really trusts me. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. So, 
but I don't think I don't have that relationship with Carter. You yeah, know? it's just different. It's just amazing. Different. Like, yeah, it's gonna be interesting, Kev. When you, I mean, do you guys think you'll have more than one child? No, but you never know. Okay. You. But do- the plan right now, we think we'll just have one. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, I mean, either way, you know. But it would be interesting, how, like how a different sibling, a, a number two who came along would be different than this little peanut that's mm-hmm. about to be born. They're just, they're, they're just, different. they're just different. They are Look, different. I mean, you have three girls and they're all three very different. They are very different. And yet they come from, you know, they all came from your belly and same genetic. Yeah. Make pool. same genetic makeup. Uh-huh. Yeah. A gene pool. Um, yeah. But it is, I, I think that's been a, a really eye opening experience for me as a mom is like, it's, you know, there's always little similarities too, though. Like, yeah, there's a lot of that similarities. are abundant. Like, yes. we all kind of have a similar sense of humor. Me, my brother, and my sister. Really? Yeah. Well, and but I think it's like okay that parents treat or discipline or whatever the word it love each child differently. Differently, because they're just different people. Like every single one of my friends, I love for different reasons. Interact with them differently. You know, it's they're just people. Our children are just people. Yeah. Yeah. That that we're going to have different experiences with. Yeah. Yeah. True. So what what are the things, what are the qualities, what are some of the qualities that you think as a parent you must have this? I think you must have guidelines that are that you that you make clear to your children Mm. and that it's almost like the rules of conduct for the house Mm -hmm. you know make up your bed you know whatever engagement and make them and and post them so that Mm -hmm. the kids know what they are being asked to do Mm -hmm. and then you can be some will be deal breakers that you won't you won't collaborate on at all but there will be some that you can maybe change or you can Can be negotiable uh, can be negotiated and so it's it's about talking to your kids make sure they know okay here's the deal when you go out let's say you have high school kids when you go out and and I did this with my kids your curfew is let's say midnight and then I'd say, okay, so if you are, if you're out past midnight, then next weekend on Friday night, if you're, if you get home at 1230, then next weekend you ha- you have to be home at 11 at, at 1130 mm-hmm. so that you, you give me back that 30 minutes yep. so that they, they take responsibility for it. They're, I'm not going to ground them. Mm-hmm. I mean, grounding them would be, I don't, I don't even think I grounded my high school kids. They didn't, I just didn't really do much of that. I, and, I, I don't think it's effective. Yeah. And, but I, but I would say you're not going to, you know, you're going to have to pay me back with that time so that they, they understand that that sure. is a rule. And there's a consequence. And there's a consequence mm-hmm. if they don't do it, mm-hmm. you know, so. So establish, establish the rules. Establish the rules and make sure you talk about it and give the kids the opportunity to debate it. And then if you don't, you're not going to agree with them unless you really are going to be okay with it. Like I, like I can remember going in Blair's room one time and all of her clothes were all over the floor, you know, and I said, so, okay, so 
I am not, I'm not going to have the housekeeper come in and pick up your room until you pick your clothes up. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just put a do not enter sign on your door. And then if you want your room tidied or your sheets washed, then pick it up mm -hmm. so that she can go in there, Yep. you know, and there were times when Blair just left it all there anyway. Yep. Uh, another thing I did with them is I gave them a, I gave him clothing budget. I gave him cash in the fall and cash in the spring mm. and had them and they could, you know, if they wanted to, uh, guest jeans had just come out <laughs> and they really liked them, but they were expensive. Mm -hmm. And so I said, you know, your choice is once this money is gone, mm -hmm. then you don't get any more money mm -hmm. until the next, I mean, you, you might get something for your birthday or for Christmas, something mm -hmm. like that. But so that they, uh, they, knew how to buy their clothes mm -hmm. so that because they would get shirt me to death can i have a shirt can i have a new yeah. shirt can i have a new <laughs> you know and i was like if you want guest jeans and they're but sure. you want one pair of those or if you want you know three pair of gap then you there's a difference there's your there's your money but i think that with high school it's such a it's such an important thing that you're giving them the opportunity to define their value system mm -hmm. within the guidelines of the house mm -hmm. You know, do you feel like that you're the more recent adolescent mom? Oh yeah, I, I'm very clear about expectations and 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 I'm also very clear about uh, about following through with mm -hmm. if there needs to be discipline if they don't if they don't get. And I think I think teaching money is a huge perk and and a, a gift to give your kids. Ma having to manage your own money having like i give my kids an allowance starting when they drive uh-huh because they needed gas money too so they have to budget it like george said to me today because uh, and i know why it's because it's november 20 what eight, oh eight, yeah nine. he's out time. of money uh-huh he's out of money and he's like hey ma um i uh I'll take in a print to the airport. And I was like, well, that's nice of you. But he needs advance. He needs he needs gas money. And I'm like, mm, no, because it's at love. And you're and, like, I'll take her. And, and I was like, and I was planning on taking her anyway. I, I don't need you to do that for me. <laughs> but he just milking me for, for uh. gas money. I mean, yeah. he's smart as hell. Yeah. But you know, what's the system? Yeah, uh -huh. he I promise you the dude's out of money. But if my kids are out of money, they're out of money. Like if that means that he's got to get a ride somewhere, I'm not, I'm pretty hardcore about this is what it is. And, and I feel like I'm really fair, you know, it's not like they're, they're pinching, you know, but like, yes, I feel like creating, especially with teenagers, because they will they're going to push every boundary. They're going to want to every in every way. Yeah. They were everything's been a negotiation. Every mm -hmm. single mm -hmm. thing has been when George will just do whatever I say. And, you know, Carter's got to like, talk to me about it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it, that's exhausting. But yeah, I think that's I think I think that's great. So discipline, uh -huh. I think is really important. Me too. I think money learning how to manage and budget money is a really important gift. I think you could start that from a little kid oh i think so too you know, the, yeah the value of money it's hard when you grow up and your kids grow up in in affluence you know yeah that, 
they have a really unrealistic and then you see all this stuff that they're posting on instagram i'm like i've even told my kids you realize that everything you're posting is not your real life mm -hmm. and everything that you're watching be posted is not <laughs> their yeah. real life no yeah life. yeah it's nobody's real life yeah. it's the best of everybody's life you know and that's just not real i think that i think that managing phone and screen time with little kids is really important i think that's something yeah they, i didn't have to fight that as much when my kids were young it hadn't really started yet no mine didn't mine but my grandchildren do the girls have screen time screen time limits on it and TikTok limits and some stuff yeah. like that. Their parents are all really on top of that. So good. Yeah, I think so too. Another thing that I think is really important is sibling rivalry mm. and mm. and being able to establish some kind of fight rules within mm. their siblings because it is really, really normal for siblings to disagree and get mad at one sure. another and all of that. But I think that there could be some penalties a, you know, if say call somebody a really bad name or mm -hmm. hit them or mm -hmm. some, you know, have limits that, mm -hmm. and one of the things that I did is I, when I, when I was doing all of my work and I'd gone back to graduate school and I realized that I would, my kids would like really scream at each other. And mm. I realized that I had done some of that. Mm. And so I made this big poster and put it on the refrigerator that said, this is a no rage zone. <laughs> so I put a rage and put a line through it. And I said, that's eliminating. And if you choose, if you choose to continue to yell at one another, then every time you do, you've got to put money in this jar. Oh, that's and good. And then I had a penalty jar for raising the voice. And they really learned to not do that. That's good. And I learned to not do that either. Um, my mother was a yeller. Mm. And so, you know, when you grow up with somebody sure. yelling, you're, you're typically going to be a yeller. Yeah, that's a default. That's mm -hmm. a really easy thing to do if you grow up with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try really hard not. I have yelled at my children, but I it's real, been really rare, but when I have, it's just like, it's, oh, awful. it's awful. It's a terrible feeling, it is a isn't it? Terrible feeling. Yeah. And I just don't think it's effective. I think it's oh, verbal it, abuse. It's, it's totally scary. verbal abuse. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things that I, that really resonated with my children when it came to fighting was that I said to them, this for, for whatever reason, this stuck out in their mind. I said, how does it make you feel when you have, when you have seen dad and I not get along? And they would be like, it's scary. It makes us nervous. It makes us worried. You know, they would say, and they were little kids. And I said, that's how it feels to be a parent watching you guys fight yeah it, it feels the exact same because we're all a family yeah yeah it just doesn't feel good Anna Prynne and Carter used to hate each other like fifth fifth grade maybe fourth fifth grade that I mean they were so annoyed with each other and and it was mutual and mm -hmm. it really tore me up to watch it because I mean, they're twins too and I sat him down and I was like, I don't know what this is about, but like you guys, how, you can't do that. Like it just was so upsetting. 
and we talked about loyalty and we talked about how you know friends are going to go away your siblings are always going to be there you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. like there's this is a lasting bond there was something about that conversation that really changed the course for them now they're best friends and i mean i it is really important to me that there's a loyalty mm -hmm. that there's a loyal sibling loyalty a family loyalty like you don't trash your sibling you don't talk bad about your sibling you don't you don't gossip about your sibling you always have their back like even if you don't agree with it right. you're non-aggressive mm -hmm. so you can be a benign watcher if you're thinking okay that's really not that it's really effed up or whatever uh -huh. it is they're doing uh-huh just, just keep your mouth shut especially about. to the outside world especially like in my mind it was like you always have your brothers well back. The, you always have your sister that back. loyalty is mm -hmm. so, loyalty's such an important word sure you know is. i mean in our marriages we need to be really loyal mm -hmm. i'm have my back very loyal with mm -hmm. my friends mm -hmm. and loyal to my children and my grandchildren and i want them to have that with one another too mm -hmm. and i think it's very important i do too and it's uh you know as an as a parent of adult children if my children get at odds with one another, which they do on occasion. Sure. I am Switzerland. Yep. I don't listen to it. I don't, yep. I don't like, even want to hear I will, about it. Uh -uh, I don't, I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, uh -uh, it's not my deal. Y'all no, figure it out. Y'all gotta figure it out. Uh -huh. I would do the same thing because I feel, with adult children. yeah, because I don't want to ever pick mm -hmm. one of my children mm -hmm. over the other, mm -hmm. you know, and then they're always going to feel like you're favoring one. They, yeah, yeah. Well, and and, and I, I don't want my kids to think it's okay to come talk bad about their mm -hmm. brother to me. Or no. Their sister to me. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear it either. No, you're not allowed to talk bad about anybody in our family mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I hope I, I'm going to encourage it like to each other, you know? I agree. Okay. Yeah. I feel very strongly about that. Yeah, I do too. Um, one thing that I do think that is. I don't know if it's overused now. You may know, you probably know more about this, Toba, than I do. But grounding was a big thing that we used when the girls, you know, when they were in high school mm -hmm. or junior high. And I think reasonable grounding is an okay, mm -hmm. an okay practice, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. if they are, you know, they do something that they know that they're not supposed mm -hmm. to do and they get busted on it, then you say, okay, well, for the next four nights or the next weekend, mm -hmm. you know, your home, your home parked. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And we'll have fun. We'll have popcorn. And, mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, I don't want to yeah. do that. <laughs> but I think grounding is a fairly good practice. I think grounding, taking car keys and maybe uh -huh. reducing allowances are your PowerPoint. A thousand percent. Grounding, grounding just makes my kids so mad, Uh huh. you know, and it just has never been an effective way. Mm -hmm. But the car huge money huge mm -hmm. and when they were like in sixth grade like their phones yeah like yeah because i didn't need i was still picking them up from school you know and yeah. if, if there was a real emergency there there was a phone at school yeah but like when they're on their own i like i would never take their phones now because i need to be able to get in touch yeah. with them you yeah know? yeah my my kids will take the 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 younger kids 
iPads. Yeah. That's a great punishment. It is. That doesn't, not for a week. Don't take it for a week. Right. Take it for a night. I think I remember one time, I don't remember what exactly we were talking about, but there was a, there was a situation where there was a mom or somebody got grounded for like two months or something. And you're like, not effective. Not long. That's not way too long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I told my kids they were grounded for two months and they have friends who've been grounded. Oh, I can't for, imagine. I wouldn't for, want them at, no. in the house for two months. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. And there's just, I mean, I have taken the car away. I've said, you're only allowed to drive to school and home. Mm-hmm. You know, no, mm-hmm. you don't have your car this yeah. weekend. Or you never whatever. had to put a club on the wheel, though. Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> like <story>. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's so, really funny. What do you? I I was um, counseling a woman recently, and she was having a very difficult time because her teenage daughter was just not interested in affection, and it was really hard on her as the mom that her daughter just lost all affection to like hug goodnight or hug goodbye in the morning or um, saying I love you, like it just ended. She wanted no part of it. How would you, and, and I know she's not the only one, how would you deal with that? I tell you what I would do with that is I would say, okay, then how about a high five? Hmm. And I would let the high five be my affection towards them and let them that be theirs. And I'd high five them like, have a great day at school and high five them. I don't think that it's, I don't think that for some reason, there's some reason why they have, they may have just outgrown that affection, that hug, or, you know, I think it'll come back as they mm-hmm. get older, mm-hmm. you know, but I think, and maybe they just, it feels creepy to them mm-hmm. to have to hug their dad or mm-hmm. hug their mom or, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. I mean, kids have, and there's some around, you know, early adolescence and into adolescence, some people have some, some, uh, sensitivity to touch differences because mm-hmm. so much is happening with their bodies changing mm-hmm. that all of those nerve endings kind of come to the surface mm-hmm. and it might just feel creepy to them. It, it relates For, you back to being a child, I to, think. Uh-huh. And you feel like a child again, but you're, you're starting to feel and like not a child. Weird. It, it's weird. Yeah. It feels weird. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. they might just run up and hug their best friend and feel mm-hmm. all about that. Mm-hmm. So I would just honestly and truly, if I were she, I would say, you know what? I understand that right now at this time in your life, you don't want to hug me, but how about a high five? And I might give her one behind the back or do, you know, this or, or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever, some sort of acknowledgement of this is whenever I give you a high five, I want you to know that that's me telling you that I love you and I'm giving you a hug. Yeah, that's really cute. And lighten it up. Just lighten it up. And it will come back. Because I did that at that age. Now I give my mom a hug and a kiss every time I see her. Oh, I didn't. I did not love hugging my mother in high school. No. Or my dad. Or either one. No, I didn't. But but I then after after college or I mean, I guess in, I don't even remember hugging my parents much in college, but after that, it's not an affectionate time towards your parents. In no, your life. it just isn't. I mean, no, it feels creepy a yes. little bit. Once you really feel like you're an adult and you come Maybe. into your own, then it's, yeah. it, it comes back. Yeah, I, I understand that. I really do. Like George, George, it doesn't love affection. Carter and Anna Prynne really are huggers, and when yeah. they meet people, they're huggers, and I mean. My kids say, we say I love you a lot. Oh, we do too. In our family, I think that's 
really important. Like if one of, I understand that heartache because if one of my children stopped saying that to me, that'd be hard on me. But I, but it's not about you. It's right. about them. And then right. if they, if they stop saying, I love you, then I'd be like, Hey, do you love me? You love me? <laughs> I mean, I would lighten it up mm -hmm. as much as possible. Yeah, that's really good. And advice. then they will get, you know, I think that once kids go to college, mm -hmm. if they, if they mm -hmm. maybe not, and they're not going to say, I love you to your, their mom in front of their friends, maybe, or something mm -hmm. like that. Then yeah. once they go to college, I think they come back around and yeah. they feel a lot closer to 100%. their parents. I wouldn't take any of that real seriously, That's good you advice. know, and yeah. just let them be who they are. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and you can keep telling your children, I would say, just keep telling your children you love them. Oh, for and sure. Then I don't they, think anything about our behavior should change. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and except you don't, I would not force a hug, yeah. you know, I would do something else Yeah, with that. Yeah. So, well, I think that every, I mean, again, every child is different, mm -hmm. but I do think kids go through weird phases. Oh, they do. You know, and they're just, they're push, they're pushing boundaries. They're trying to figure out where, where their line ends and yours begins. I mean, they've been, it's, it's just, it is not. And the things going on in their personal life, they think are the biggest things that have ever happened to anyone in the history of the world. No oh, one's experienced anything are. like this. To right? them, the drama they is are. The, like, uh -huh, it's exactly. Yeah, exactly. It is. But you know what? I think that's something, that's advice that somebody gave me and might've been you, Janice, is I was like, oh my gosh, I was for sure talking about Anna Pran. I was like, she acts like it's the end of the world. And whoever it was that I was saying it to was, it, it was is. <laughs> it yeah. is the end of her world like this is her world and so minimizing kids pain or what they're going through because it's dumb teenage stuff it's not dumb teenage stuff to them it really matters it's it is the most epic thing yeah. that's ever happened. But now know? I look back and feel like such a dope. I'm like, why did I think that was so yeah, unique exactly. to me? Like, that my parents never went through something like that. Exactly. You know? mm -hmm. uh, but I think acknowledging that they're their uh, their pain for i don't know what the word their drama their heart is truly yeah happening yeah and then you can say to them you know what i totally understand mm -hmm. that this is really hard i have a thought about it do you want to hear it which i do that with my kids mm -hmm. even my adult kids and mm -hmm. and if they say no thanks and i i would say okay well if you change your mind let me know mm -hmm. and i'm happy to talk to you about it anytime i think it's just not unless it's something really serious mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and and then i would go into like i remember Blair, when she was probably a sophomore, I remember going in her room. She just didn't talk. She didn't want to. Talk. I mean, she talked to her friends and everything, but she didn't want to chat it up mm -hmm. with me. And I went in there. And I said, OK, I need five minutes. Mm -hmm. Are you doing drugs? No. <laughs> Are you happy? Yes. Are you failing out of school? No. Uh, you know, and then I was like, OK. Well, we're good to go. Good There's job. our chat. <laughs> yes, you know, I felt like, okay, felt that really was my good. duty. Yep. I, did, I, did, I drove by her. I love it. To, I, I used to call her to drive by. It's I would really go ahead and say, I got to have a drive by. It's really See, my good. parents would do that, except I was lying about all three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure Blair was. A sweet little thing. <laughs> anyway. One thing that, uh, something that you said made me think, Janice, about, like, lighten it up. It was that, when you said lighten it up. One thing that I've really learned as an ad parent of adolescence is to true i mean people say it all the time i think it's 
epic advice, pick your battles. You cannot be on your child's ass about everything. And you know what? That never changes. Even in adult children, Mm -hmm. you you're going to, you're going to choose your discussions. Yes. Or what you, if you see them doing something as adults and you Mm -hmm. disagree with it, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. You really, it's like pick the three most important things and then focus on those. But like, you can't, you can't be on them about their room, making their bed, brushing their teeth, like their grades, their friends, their, what their friends are doing, curfew, how they drive, you know, I mean, their attitude it's like i don't know which one to pay attention to because if you're screaming at me about brushing my teeth and about curfew i'm they to them it's i I think it's just all the same you know Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know what's important to you mom Mm -hmm. like you know Uh like i don't know what's important so i just think that as a mom i learned the hard way because i probably nitpicked them to death when they were younger but it was like they if they got tired of hearing my voice, they would just tune me out. Oh, in a minute. Yeah. Yes. They'll tune you Having out. Having a, a miraculous ability to, mm-hmm. to tune out. To brush yeah. that off. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's like, if if you're only saying, you know, a couple of things, yeah. then, then they'll listen. Yeah. Because you're not, you know, you're not Charlie Browning, wah, 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 uh-huh. you know, That's always. Right. Up yeah, in their business and on their, what are you doing? What, you know, did you, did you, did you, did you? It's like, what, you're wearing me out. Yeah, I think that's an, been an important lesson for yeah, me as a mom. I, th- I think so too. I think that's great parenting advice. I don't think you can love enough. No, I don't think that you could ever love too much. I don't think you can spoil babies by holding them. Oh like, no, you know, never. I, just, I think that. I think that love should be given openly, freely, and and it's our opportunity as parents to always be the adult in that. It's like, it is really not their responsibility to make sure we're okay. No, it isn't. <laughs> it all. isn't. It and, ne- and that never changes. Mm-mm. It doesn't. Mm-mm. Even adult children are not responsible for their parents. No. You're responsible to them, to, mm-hmm. the, to be honest and kind. Yep. Those are my two things. I love that. And mm-hmm. it's really, really true. I even felt very strongly about that with my accident because I had to spend so much of my life taking care of my mom. Um, I thought I had to, you know, I mean, yeah. I did have to physically when she had cancer and there was nobody else there to, to do it. But I also, she put on me to take care of her emotionally. And, Ugh, you know, terrible. I went through the whole divorce situ- or the separation with her and my dad. It's like, I had to carry her. I mean, it, and she made me feel like that was my job to make sure she was okay, physically, emotionally, blah, 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 blah. It was really hard. What's abusive? It's not okay. You are not, your children are not responsive. My children may have to put me somewhere if I'm walking around without my top on or something. Yeah. But it's never their responsibility mm-hmm. to take care of me emotionally mm-hmm. and really physically, mm-hmm. unless they need to take me somewhere but i yeah. would never for ever. somebody else to take care of me uh-huh. and i really when i was hit and i couldn't take care of myself i felt very strongly about that not putting that burden on my children mm-hmm. um because that's not it's it's not yeah. okay too hard yeah too hard yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
Any well, last minute thoughts? I'm just thinking, my mom goes in the opposite direction. She never will tell us if something's going on, like something bad, or whatever. I always find out after the fact. I'm like, well, like, like what's something bad? Name name something that she. I don't told even think I found out she had melanoma until after she had it removed. And I'm like, that's something I would have liked to know about right away. You know? Oh yeah, she didn't little want, things. She like didn't that. want she you didn't to want, worry. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I would really like to meet your mom one day. You met her for like two seconds once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was fleeting. Like. Meter, meter. Yes, you know, like we all like, hang out and yeah, yes. yeah. She would yeah, like that too. Yeah, we should do that. That'd be so yeah, fun. Yeah, she loves you guys. She just seems like such an amazing. I mean, and the way that you talk about her and your parents is just in general is just a really. Cool yeah, they're thing. pretty great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and the fact that they. So if you're listening, guys, I got to give that to you for sure. Great. Yeah. You know the fact that they've always been that way, and the, how relentless they were with you when you went through that phase. Yeah. I mean, they, they had were every reason to amazing. kick my ass out. I would have wash your hands. Of me. <laughs> <laughs> I would sure. have. I would have uh-huh. never put up with what uh-huh. they put up with. I mean, we should do an episode on that here. She'll we do it. Should. Okay, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. raising Kevin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be interesting. That would uh-huh. actually be incredibly insightful. Uh huh. It would. Well, we well hope, that was fun. Yeah. Hope you guys find this helpful. Lord knows we need all. I mean, parenting is. Not the for the faint of heart. Most challenging job, thankless, penniless job <laughs> that I have ever done. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. It changes though when they get to be adults. They really appreciate you. It's different. It's really Can't fun. Wait, it's really I'm in fun. the thick of them not appreciating me. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Thank God they grow up. Yeah, I know. I know. I okay, hope, Kevin, keep us updated if you get any news. Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. I hope we all live. I hope you and I live long enough to get that coming back around the bend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope you do too. <laughs> all right. We hope you all okay. have an amazing week.